It's all about trusting your intention, trusting your heart. Um, but yeah, achieving things in the present tense instead of being so fixated on a future that you're not going to experience until it comes. That is the voice of DJ Khaled, and he'll be giving us seven super tips on today's Super You podcast. I hope I see you in 22. That has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? My hope is that the world's a little more open in 22. And my hope is that you have your best year ever. And maybe this podcast plays a small role in helping you have your best year ever. Because the podcast, the whole reason I started this podcast was I wanted to listen to something at the gym. So I wanted tips and tricks from the world's top performers. That's why we call it Super U, like U as in university. So the Super U podcast is designed to unlock and unleash the superpower that's really within all of us. And so getting to our strengths and unlocking those on the world. So if this is your first time joining us or if it's your hundredth time joining us, I hope that you're getting a lot out of the podcast. Again, keep those comments coming. Don't hesitate to reach out with your questions. You can either do it voice or send us a text and you can do that at equalman at equalman.com. Once again, equalman at equalman.com. Today we have DJ Khaled who's going to give us seven great tips. And these tips in the show are all made possible by Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, most of the stuff you get in a day. A lot of you crushed Amazon Prime over the holidays or you've got a last minute gift you have to give someone. Prime is the savior for all of us. I know at least it is for me. And also as part of Prime, you can also test out Audible. My latest book, The Focus Project, is on Audible and I do the read for that book. So thank you so much for the kind words about that book and the reviews and the ratings. So can't thank you enough. Can't thank Amazon Prime enough, but can't thank you, the listener. I can't believe all the support and we've done so many episodes of this podcast at this point, but uh, that's all because of you. So thank you so much. But here we are with DJ Khaled. We have lots to unpack today. As you know, as my audience knows, I love egg whites. And you love them too. That you actually love them as much as I do. I, I wind up, I actually eat them every morning for breakfast as an egg white frittata. And part of that is so I don't have decision fatigue at breakfast. Uh, you know, I can save my harder decisions or save my brain from that brain drain. So the more decisions that I can make automatic, for example, what I wear, or for example, just as I mentioned, egg white frittata, it helps avoid that brain fatigue. Now, you were born in New Orleans and your name is Khaled Khaled, which is cool as I'd love my name to be Kwaman Kwaman, uh, but your parents were from Palestine and they're also musicians, but you grew up and the people outside of your house would often tell you that you couldn't do something, that you couldn't do this or you couldn't do that. How did that make you feel and how'd you overcome that? What I would say, just kept that drive was the first person to publicly say that they hated the song. I love when people tell me that I can't do something because that just makes me want to do it even more. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, my daughters are, are 9 and 11 now. And when I hear them say I can't, that I say yet. I always make sure that I'm right there. Yet. Uh, sometimes I probably freak them out if I hear them say I can't. They don't even know I'm listening to their conversation. All of a sudden dad just pops out of nowhere and says, can't yet. 
Can't yet. Um, and now as your popularity grows and continues to grow, your haters continue to grow. Now, when people come after you or your family, because it can get ugly out there in the meta metaverse and also on things like Twitter, how do you stay calm? You know, what have you found works best to handle that? Breathe. I breathe and... I just separate myself. I just stay quiet. Don't force myself to speak because if I do, I probably won't say the right. So I just remind myself, okay, you got it. You're strong. Count anything. I mean, I, I have my friends with me all day. So my friends are the ones who protect me regardless of anything. It's crazy how important breath is. It's funny because we think about it, you wake up in the morning. All I need to do is I got to breathe through this day. Think about that. It kind of gives you a better perspective. And I've been trying to do more yoga, especially in 22. And they always say breathe. Breathe is important. Breath is important. Now, I first started doing yoga in my 20s for an injury in basketball. And I'm sitting there going, what is this? I don't want to do yoga. And then it was a power yoga class. So it was actually a lot harder than I ever thought it would be. I was shaking that first day. I was shaking. My wrists hurt. I was so sore the next day. But for years, they kept saying, well, what's more important is not the muscle or the exercise you're getting here. It's the more important thing is the breath. And I was like, breath? <laughs> Who cares about your breath? But with age comes wisdom. And now I know how important that breath is. It sounds like you use it to kind of calm yourself, uh, which is important. Just breathe throughout the day. And a lot of people that that have anxiety, that, that experience stress, actually go to their breathing exercises. Now, Bob Marley, I know, was very influential. Switch, switching gears here quickly, sorry. Bob Marley is very influential for you, and you become close with the Marley family. Now, you've said success doesn't happen alone, and some of your biggest fame has been derived with partnering with others or collaborating with others. You know, can you walk us through this? I'm still discovering more about who I am as a creative and even as an, a young adult. Uh, then I... I love all the collaborations that I did. So many so that many. it had me in so many different areas and markets and I'm receptible to so many different opinions because some people discover me from my collabs. I give it up to the collaborations that I've done uh, because I've learned more about myself as in working with other artists. Yeah. I gotta have a genuine connection with the artist that I'm collaborating with. Um, a name on a piece of paper only, only does so much. Uh, real authenticity and chemistry strikes through and that's what makes a collaboration memorable when there are people that you respect not only as an artist but as a person and a friend it always makes the song better it's so true i always forget this even today when i when i'm stressed or i'm facing a tough challenge i like to hunker down hunker down and just be alone kind of be isolated be an introvert but i always remember someone told me this if you want to go fast, do it alone. If you want to go fast, do it alone. But if you want to go far, do it with others. Um, and that's been tricky during this pandemic to connect with others. In musical artists probably took the hugest hit in terms of there's no live stage performances. And that's where you get your energy. That's where you get your ideas and also revenue. Think about it. Just showing up when I go to these conferences and they have someone of your level at these conferences or Beyonce or Taylor Swift, you could command a million to $3 million at this conference just for a 90-minute show. And so that must have been frustrating during this pandemic as we continue to make our way through it. You know, there's not a lot of live events, but you've said on record, if I've read it correctly online, and you can't believe everything on interwebs, but that the pandemic actually helped you as an artist. Can you, can you kind of let us know how did, how did the pandemic actually help you? It was a lot. Um, and I knew... I knew that I wanted to change that 
pace. I didn't want it to, to turn into a cycle where yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm stuck. Uh, but at the same time, it was one of those situations where it was like, what do I do? And although the pandemic has been treacherous and very hard, I feel like I needed to go through that sudden shift um, because it really sat me on my butt. What do you want to do as an artist? Because look at what the world is turning into. What do you want to do as a person? Because look at what the world around you has has become. What can I say? What can I do? What can I say to myself? Eternal dialogue. Don't waste the pandemic. There's a lot of things we can learn. And the key is, do we take those with us as we hopefully work our way through it? But look at the positives we can take from it. There's a lot of tough stuff. I mean, there's... I mean, at the extreme, there's many, many people that have died as a result of COVID. But what's going to come out of this? Is the mRNA technology going to allow us to solve some of the cancers out there? You know, just as you mentioned, how do you reflect and pause? And as we look at 2022, you know, how do we pause and ask ourselves, what's the most important thing that I can do? And more importantly, who do I want to become? Like, who am I? So it's a great time for us to pause, not only during the pandemic, but also as we embrace 2022. Who do I want to become? Who am I? And part of the who is being present. We talked about the breath. It's about being present, not living in the future or the past, but enjoying the present. Now, DJ Khaled, has the pandemic helped you become more present? Presency is something that I learned and I've grasped dealing with the pandemic, I've learned how to be more present. A lot of the time, um, and I tell my friends this, um, my, my dancers, because I love them and my friends. We, we traveled the world together uh, and I told them, um, if I would have known that this would have happened, I would have been way more present with all of you guys and all of the memories. It's hard um, because for me, I feel like there's t- moments where I just float in the wind and I'm just like, well, I'm just passing through life. And then uh, recently, recently, I've really zoned in like, no, be present in every moment. Take knowledge from every moment that you live in. Enjoy every moment. Um, and... Yeah, just have fun for like, just it's all about good vibration. Now, I haven't heard it phrased exactly that way. So actually what you're saying is being present will help us achieve our goals. Now, many of us are setting goals in 22, but only 9% of us will actually achieve them. Most of us will fail. Now, part of this podcast, the Super You podcast, is designed to give us tips from successful people like you. And so what's... What's your advice to help others, our listeners, unlock and unleash the superpower, their superpower in the world? You know, when it comes to goals or goal setting, what is it, for somewhat lack of a better term, what is your formula for goal setting? I feel like what what goes down when you create all these goals, you create this anxiety because you feel like you have to achieve every single one that you set. But in reality, when you take things step by step, it allows it to be way more rewarding when you get there. Uh, and I feel like especially when it comes down to projects, if I jump and I say, well, this project is going to be 15 songs maximum or this song is going to this project is going to be 10 songs maximum. I get in the way because I feel like, oh, I have 20 songs. What do I do? Um, it's all about what feels right to you. Uh, it's all about trusting your intention, trusting your heart. Um, but yeah, achieving things in the present tense instead of being so fixated on a future that you're not going to experience until it comes. 
There you said it, hard work. Any level of success or goal achievement takes hard work. Now, I'm not into the hustle porn, hustle, 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 hustle. And I think most people are kind of over that. That was super white hot about 10 years ago. Got to hustle, got to hustle, got to hustle. And I think a lot of people realize, especially during the pandemic and mental health, it's about personal growth first, and then you'll achieve a lot of success. But any type of success takes hard work. There's no overnight success. Or as my coach, Tom Izzo, Michigan State Hall of Famer, loved to say it's about that grind. He loves grinders. I actually remember one day I was just, I don't know if I was feeling well or what, what the deal was. I just wasn't going all out. And that's the whole reason I was on the team. Like I was the hustle, hustle hamster. You know, that's what they call me, the hustle hamster. And in terms of like physically working hard during the two-hour practice, I just remember Izzo just getting in my face in a good way. It's tough love. He's trying to help me out. And he's just like sitting there going, Quammen, you know, what do you think? You think it's because you're here because of your talent? No way. I can go to the intramurals right now. I can go into the IM West right now. And there's five guys that are faster than you can jump higher. But you know why you're here? They're knuckleheads. Those guys are a bunch of knuckleheads. They're not willing to put in the work. So damn it, Quammen, are you going to put in the work today or what? What's going on? You know, he was just reminding me that part of talent is actually that hard work. So he's basically reminding me, look, you're not here because you can jump super high or run super fast. I mean, part of it is, but there's other people he said on campus that could do those better than I could that the only reason I was there is I was willing to listen and willing to work. And so you've got to take advantage of whatever that talent is. In my mind, that talent of kind of working hard, it's a talent. People don't think about it that way. They think of your speed as a talent. They think of maybe your looks as a talent, inborn talent. But it's also about crafting what you've been given as much as possible. Now, you are a great example of this. So when you're creating an album and it can be a grind creating these albums how do you stick through that grind to get to the end and feel happy with the product and the album or the result i feel like i'm i'm in that that position when it comes down to uh being a creative i am having fun and i'm having a great time i was having a great time with the album but uh as it wears down it starts to get to this point where you're like ah oh, all right i'm exhausted of listening to this. and now i get to refocus cuz uh i feel like with the the ep the tape whatever you want to call it i feel like it was it was almost like an exercise for myself to get back into that momentum of creating of writing having a task <laughs> and now i'm like okay now i know i know i know what it's going to take to finish my album and it's going to be something that i i love a big thank you to dj khaled for those seven amazing tips i hope it helps unlock and unleash the inner superpower within all of you and think about it his parents came over from palestine he's a kid in new orleans a lot of people are telling him you can't do this you can't do this you can't do that and he blocked out the noise and as you just heard it from him he's kind of went forward took that breath and kind of put in that hard work to get where he is today. Hope you're doing the same. I hope this podcast is helping unlock and unleash the superpower that's within all of us. This podcast is not possible without Amazon Prime and it's not possible without the great team here at Equal Man Studios. So big thanks to the one and only Kelsey Gomez, Maritza Gutierrez, and Jake Bryn. 
Until next time, if you have time, please post a review on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. It helps others discover the podcast. And my hope is that you are rocking your best year ever. If we can ever help you, don't hesitate to reach out to me. My personal email is equalman at equalman.com. We'll get you on the air if you submit your question. You can do it in audio format or send in a text and we're happy to promote whatever you're trying to do as part of your question. So I always like to give back and make sure everyone's aware of other people in the community. But again, this is Eric Quammen. Most of you know me as Equal Man. Reminding all of us, until next time, it's not what we take from the world, it is what we leave behind. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Super, super, super. Super you. 